Hey friends, welcome to the 15th episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. I'm Dustin, your host, and I'm joined by my three good friends, the retro gaming guru, Zach. Rock and roll. The obsessive collector, JP. Collect them all. And the infrequent gamer, Alex. That's me. All right, guys, uh, let's start with a few updates, Zach. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, first off, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who stopped by our table at the San Jose Super Toy thank Comic Book you, Show. Super for This doing past that. weekend. Uh, made some new friends, got to spend time with some listeners, including our friend Don at Mr. Don Van Dam. Yeah. He uh, came by our table to challenge me in person. <laughs> he did. He did. To a yeah. Street Fighter II arcade battle. I saw the pictures. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. He said he could take me down anytime, anywhere, and on any version of the game. <laughs> he was a man's man. Let pretty me just bold. say that. He uh, seen him in the flesh and his, his hair uh, was pretty amazing, was too. golden? If I remember. Whose side are you shoulder, on here, sir? shoulder length. Um, the man was a god. Basically, he walking around with his own one. personal fan to blow his hair. You know what? It, it didn't surprise me. I'm surprised he wasn't uh, uh, hounded uh, by autograph seekers. He was oh my god! Attractive. He will be after he beats Zach. That's oh, right. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, listen here. So yeah, after so after the toy show to drive home this whole challenge, uh, he immediately joined a Street Fighter II tournament that they had at Level Up Barcade. The timing's pretty curious here, isn't it? Like there just happens to be a Street Fighter II a tournament the same day as our toy. <laughs> Show. But there was here in, up the road here in Campbell, California, and he took third place in the tournament. He immediately then oh, was that out of three? <laughs> oh, second loser! All right, yeah, thank you guys. So you're on my side. Thank you guys. Uh, he then, <laughs> at, yeah, well, you're just a fair weather friend, JP. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he then at mentioned me on Twitter with the hashtag end the streak. Hallelujah! Yeah, no big deal. The guy shows up, meets you for the first time, looking magnanimous. Throws down, throws down a challenge, makes so a couple of uh, smart uh, purchases at the uh, at the toy show, goes and plays, uh, gets third place, and you know, cold, no practice at a Street Fighter tournament, and then just mentions you. Yeah. Well, Dude, how can you not take a guy seriously it. with the My Little Pony doll under his left arm, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. Don Van Dam, with the Retro Game Guys as my witness and all of our listeners around the world, I accept your challenge, Uh-oh. sir. Uh-oh. Meet me at the California Extreme Arcade Show in Santa Clara, California on July 27th. We're going to go head-to-head on Street Fighter II Turbo on the arcade machine. Best out of five games, no rules, no excuses, and for you, Mr. Don Van Dam, no chance. Oh, wow. oh, no. I think we have some other people that want to challenge you, too. Yeah. But seriously, Don, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> if this was a movie, Fred Savage, adult Fred Savage, would be playing you. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy would have to shave his head, but, you know. Well. But, <laughs> you know, let me tell you what. Let me, let me tell you what. I will take on the other champions. Ah. You just br- so we've got one. I think we could get Chris Hemsworth to play the other <laughs> to play Don Van Dam. <laughs> I know of at least another person who would like to accept your challenge ahead of time. I'm speaking for him, uh, James. He's kind of like, oh man, don't don't put me out there, but I'm doing oh, it yeah? anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Uh, we should find another challenger, and we can uh, have a couple of tournament of champions. Oh, here. your friend, Mr. Tetris. Mr. Yeah. Tetris is going to play me on Street Fighter. Mr. Right. World Champion. Yeah, okay. he's going to beat you with blocks, apparently. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do can Tetris. <laughs> well, he should learn how to block because there's going to be a lot Whoa! of things flying at him on that tournament. Okay, there's two. Alex, get busy. You bring your champ to the table for the oh, Street me? Fighter. T- yeah, you have to find somebody. Yeah, you got to find somebody. Uh, so if anyone's listening, uh, just show up. <laughs> California Extreme. Right. I'll buy you a slice of pizza and uh, maybe a six pack of beer. Uh, I think we'll be all set. We'll all figure right. it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, I, I find I think we finally know when our ten part Street Fighter Two episode oh, will happen. Boy, that's gonna be a twenty four hour recording session. Yes, July 27th. By the way, when I was at the toy show, I was hunting for Atari games, kind of digging through boxes and tables and things like that. 
Uh, and I saw this random NES game on a shelf surrounded by toys. And I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw that it was actually a copy of Stadium Events. Oh, yeah. Only the rarest licensed NES game out there worth about 5000 bucks, give yeah. or take. I need it to complete Trump my change. collection. Trump right, change. right. Okay, you're thinking the same thing. Right, so my <laughs> eyes fell out of my head. I'm like, oh my God, pick this thing up. Hands trembling, open the case, and that's when I realized that it is a... <laughs> it, <laughs> it's a fake cartridge. I saw, yeah, so... Uh, very, you know, this was real for you. This really happened. This, you yeah, came I wish back we could have videoed it. It would have been so yeah, great. Yeah, no, you came back to the table and you're like, oh my God, I found this good game. Da, da, da. And you told me the whole story and you're like... Because if this is going to happen, if you're going to be that guy finding treasure, like this is where you do it, right? You find it in someone's on yeah. someone's table who doesn't know what they have, right? Right. Or yeah. a flea market or a garage sale. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what I thought because it wasn't like you know in a case. It wasn't you know yeah. just by itself. It was just kind of thrown off beyond, to the side. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever. So then yeah, I talked to the guy at the table and I was like, yeah, this is clearly a fake cartridge. And he's like, oh yeah, well I like to keep it there because I just like, oh yeah, you should have seen your face. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what, that's what he said. He's like, I just goofed people. I posted all it on day YouTube. Long. <laughs> yeah. and he's like, by the way, you want to buy it for twenty five bucks? I was like, yeah, no, <laughs> not <laughs> you so keep, much. You can keep it. <laughs> Worth having though. I think you should do it. I think of the I'm not that. Show, you I should... am not that cruel. After how I I'm felt, do it. I'm my gonna heart. Do it. I'm gonna leave it on your table. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> my heart hasn't recovered since. I saw it too. I thought that was really cool. But I was like, after you already told me. Well, it's a good idea. Just have something to make people stop. You know? There you go. Uh, so speaking of the toy show, uh, no, we didn't get a chance to ask Karen Allen about the greatest movie ever made, Shoot the Moon. What were you guys doing all the two days? Dude, didn't Come you on. just hear we were being we were being you know catfished <laughs> by uh, yeah. fake video games? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and challenged by a handsome man, apparently. Yeah, it's a golden god. Golden <laughs> god. Did you not Damn. see that Ray behind him when he was standing there? <laughs> Hair oh, flowing. Somebody was having yeah, no, a fan dude, somewhere. Karen Allen uh, made her money. By the way, uh, what was it? There was uh, forty five dollars for an autograph, sixty five dollars for an autograph and a selfie. Uh, uh, and there were lines out the door. So so what? We go fund. You ever heard of GoFundMe? Our listeners would have put a dollar down on that Listen, to man, get I'm an a autograph. Cheap, I'm a cheap man. Dustin's you mom would have put in a cool five dollars. <laughs> five, right. five whole dollars, like it was yeah. a walkathon. Right, and the rest, the other forty <laughs> listeners that we have would have put in the rest. Yeah. And there you go. Come yeah, on, man. she still looks great. Uh, and uh, evidently, this was like a rarity for it. I, it didn't interest me. I just was uh, uh, enough to be in the presence of the actress who was in Shoot the Moon. Fine. Yeah. So yeah. if you guys don't know what we're talking about, listen to the last podcast about uh, Moon Patrol, <laughs> and you'll be glad you did. Alex and I did see quite a few uh, gentlemen dressed like Indiana Jones. Yeah, that like did she, an abnormal did amount of gentlemen dressed up as <laughs> well, Indiana Jones. Well, did you see there was three people together dressed up as Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones Sr., and, of course, uh, no, Karen Allen's character. Really? Yeah, all yeah. Three, yeah, I saw that. That was cool. Junior. Yeah. Junior. Yeah. Exactly. We named the dog Junior. By the way, oh, Indiana. Of, what I screwed the line. <laughs> oh. Keep we it in. Dog, Indiana. By the way, they, none of them looked like Harrison Ford. By the way, no. I think, you know, they, oh really? Shocker. None of them at the, at the toy comic book show looked like the uh, at the fairground. I don't remember yeah. him yeah. having a gun. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm like, eh. they look more like a Gerald Ford. <laughs> hey, oh. There was some guy that kept wanting Karen Allen to try on the white dress for some reason. Oh, oh real, no. man. real creepy. A little bit more than forty-five uh, bucks. I got nacho cheese on my whip, guys. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. <laughs> I'm chiming in here. I got nacho cheese on my whip. Nacho cheese. I got nacho cheese on my whip. That's Boris Karloff now? What's going on here? That's a... Hey, oh, all right. All right. I'm I'm taking back and resting control here. out. All right. Chiming in here with a shout out to some places around the world. We've got a few listeners. I was looking through our stats over the week. Just looking United States International. Here in the States, we have our highest number of downloads in California, but I'm pretty sure that's just my mom downloading the episodes over and over again. So thanks, mom. So appreciate that. 
Uh, your, Steve, mom, your mom, by the way, is pretty active on social media. Like she does like every. She's like my wife. They like, like everything we post. Yeah, she like, likes and shares. Thanks them for all. the support. Yeah, yeah. Even my dad chimes in, and he, it's like the most active he's ever been on Facebook. I don't get it. Whatever. <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, Minnesota comes next. So hi, Nate and Scott, friends out there, hey. and brother, my brother. A um, few more states showing our podcast some love: New York, Texas, Virginia, Maryland, and a recent one rising towards the top is Washington State. Uh, our biggest international li- listening audience is in the UK. So thanks to our listeners in Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Number two, uh, international, a shout out to our northern neighbors in Canada, home of two of my favorite things, hockey and poutine. Oh, I love poutine. What is poutine? I don't even know what that is. You don't is. know what poutine is? No, I do not know. I, I know what hockey either. is, but... Oh, okay. It, it, the base recipe for poutine is french fries with brown gravy and cheese curds. Holy mm. crap. <laughs> what? So good. On like cottage cheese? No, no. Like It's like pieces of cheese. They like squeak in your mouth if they're for real fresh. So oh, like good. like 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 tiny bits of mozzarella. Or yeah, like so in that's in that vein. Interesting. So for our listeners, really Dustin's good. eyes rolled in the back of his head <laughs> yeah. when he said that. Just I mean, salivating. Just, I think he's just poutine uh, pants. <laughs> <laughs> Every time poutine also shows up uh, in uh, uh, friends in Minnesota. So whenever I go out there to visit my brother, it's like I land and I'm like, okay, which poutine place are we going right now? <laughs> I, just, got, oh, I man. got poutine on my whip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's the toy shows out in the uh, great Northwest. Yeah. Um, so rounding out our international top five, uh, th- some surprises here for me. The, the number three was Sweden. Uh, number four was oh, wow. South Africa and number five was Poland. So, hmm. uh, thank you all for listening. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. If you're new and, uh, thanks you for giving us a, a listen. Uh, I also want to give a little dig to uh, Tim Gadler. Uh, Australia didn't even show oh, up in our no. top five. Come on, man. Oh, really? You got to be talking to your friends out there. Gather them around your local Outback Steakhouse and listen to the oh, podcast. God. Oh. Uh, we just lost all of our <laughs> listeners <laughs> forever. International incident. Oh, Jesus. Okay. By the, okay. By the way, did you see Tim Gadler's oh, vi- video response to our last reason, podcast? That's the only reason I'm still going on it. He's it was great. gold. It was absolute gold. Thank gold. you, Tim. We love you. Yeah. You just, oh, I yeah. Was, Thank you for being such a good sport. <laughs> yeah, it was actually like four in the morning and I just like woke up and I just happened to be you know, looking checking out Twitter, and I was just crying, laughing the whole time. It was, it was. It was <laughs> I woke up again. at six, and I was like, "Why do I have like fifteen notifications on Twitter?" And exactly, you declared Tim. war on this. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like Trump. Global. I just declare war over Twitter. Right? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, all right, we're get this political crap out of here. <laughs> I, of course, of course, we love seeing all the international love. And if you're digging the show wherever you're located, don't forget to hit that subscribe button in whatever <laughs> podcast app you're listening to, or don't. And <laughs> And if you're really oh, digging what we're you're doing, selling it, why, yeah, consider- why, why are you like, <laughs> come on, man, like, or do whatever you want. It's your own life. It's your own. I don't you're care. You're my mom. <laughs> 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 all right. And consider sharing it with your friends on Facebook and Twitter or don't. Uh, <laughs> it all helps. Thanks. <laughs> if you okay. like us, subscribe. And if you hate us, send it to everybody you hate, please. You know what it really is here? I know, what, I, I know why this is <clears throat> happening here is. JP is afraid of stardom. He really is. Yeah, I mean, because he is. He, well, because yeah. he's in the witness protection program, right? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to get true. noticed. That's I true. can't have anyone knowing where my secret vault of stuff is. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Uh, so I know which segment I'm not letting JP do anymore on the script. <laughs> or, or don't. Or don't. All right. So uh, <laughs> let's get into Turn the show. Turn off the radio. <laughs> Turn off the radio. Sorry. We went autograph who there. Did, who, oh, that's, who is that? Uh, autograph. It, the band's called Autograph? The, the band's name is Autograph. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Can I get your autograph autograph? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. I'll get some money out of the ATM Don Van machine. Dam was in that band. I think he was the lead singer. <laughs> well, Zach was the lead singer of Spandu Ballet, so I they was, probably I crossed was. paths. That's right. Yeah, oh yeah. It's a this long-running joke. True. <laughs> True. 
another beautiful man. Don't you man. bash them. They're Thank freaking you. wonderful. Yeah. Like, me, right. beautiful man? No, the guy on Stan Spandu oh, Ballet, come on. the lead singer. I thought you were paying me a compliment <laughs> here. voice of oh. an angel. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. Okay, back to the show. For this episode, we're covering the futuristic racing game F-Zero, which came to the Super NES in 1991. And if you'd like to give F-Zero a play before listening to the rest of this episode, there are a few options. It's available as part of the Super NES Classic Edition with 20 other games like Super Mario Kart, Zelda Link to the Past, and Super... Oh, sorry. I'm already putting this in. Street Fighter II her Turbo Hyper Fighting Super Street... Of Rage Edition. IBS 3. There's the IBS. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a heck of a game. <laughs> you have to stop every five minutes. <laughs> I know where you can get oh, your man. powers from. That oh, game is boy. the ish, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's, of course, oh. <laughs> the original Super is Nintendo. Is that poutine? Are we still talking about poutine? <laughs> stop it. Brown gravy? It happens, oh. a- okay. happens after poutine. Uh, oh. <laughs> gotcha. Putin in the Ritz. Um, there's of course the original Super Nintendo cartridge, and lastly, there's emulation with all the legal considerations that you know by now. You don't end up like JP in the witness protection program (laughs) for for emulation, (laughs) for emulating serial emulation. I will never open any of them. (laughs) Boy, in this F Zero episode, Zach will take us through the history of the game. We'll then chat as a group about our memories of the game, our experiences replaying it. And we'll also see who came out second in our friendly score competition. <laughs> Although you. JP was second. supposed, yeah, JP was supposed to challenge this week, but I don't know. We'll see. You've been uh, quiet, JP, this week. Does that uh, mean bad things for me, or we haven't heard a lot? No, yeah, we haven't. True. He's well, he radio silently tweets. I'm very quiet. That's why it's <laughs> JP kind of tweets because oh, yeah. I kind of tweet. That's, that's right. Mm. I really. Yeah, you should read this mm. handle, Zach. Yeah, yeah. right. Sorry. Okay. Well, then J- it checks out. Yeah. After yeah. that, JP will then kind of school us on the world of collecting, or not, or not. <laughs> Good one. And uh, we'll wrap with our retro game giveaway, where someone will win an original copy of F Zero, or maybe two someones. Or time. not. Or not. Or not. Or not. And if you want to win our next retro game giveaway, or not, like last week's winner, Terrence M, head over to at Retro Game Guys on Facebook or Twitter. Follow us and join the conversation, or not. Or not. Or yeah, not. I mean, or simple as that, or not. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, this uh, is pissing the back <laughs> off so much. Oh man. <laughs> I put all this work in this, and this is how you guys treat me. (laughs) Or not. Or not. Yeah, it's fine. So if you want to, Zach, or not, well, let's kick off the episode. (laughs) It'll let you uh, give us a little bit of the background, history, and interesting facts about F-Zero. Or not. Or not. Okay. And that's the end of the show, guys. Okay, I think we've killed it now. We can (laughs) stop. Or not. Uh, What are we talking about here? I don't even know. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Dustin. Or not. Uh, All right. F-Zero is a futuristic racing game that was released with the launch of the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, or SNES. That system and this game came out in November 1990 for the Japanese market, but not until August of 1991 in North America. Now, in Japan, it was one of only two launch titles. Anyone remember the other launch title for the SNES? You should know this. We should all know this. Yeah. We should know this. Come on. Oh, it's Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Mario song. There you go. Super Mario World. It's got to be Mario. Right. 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 Have it, uh, a Mario Pinball. <laughs> that would be a horrible choice. <laughs> Not, yeah. Mario Tennis. Right. Some people used to call it Super Mario Brothers 4. That was like in the early uh, okay, days yeah, they yeah, called yeah, Mario yeah. 4. Yeah. But it's Super Mario World. All right. By the time North America got their release, the game list had grown to include a few more launch titles, 
such as Pilot Wings, SimCity, and Gradius 3. Nice. Great games. Yes, all great games. Picked up a copy of Gradius 3 at the toy show, actually, and played it for about 15 seconds, lost all my lives, and I was like, okay, back on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, I'd love to do SimCity for a future episode. We were Agreed. talking about that a oh, bit yeah, before definitely. the podcast. Um, I have an odd SimCity card. JP, you'll love this. Mm. Um, it came out of the box with the label printed upside down. <laughs> 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 JP just did the head, top of his head just blew up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's worth more or not, but it's just it's just kind of cool. I think it is probably. You. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're never gonna get it, JP. Did you say preferably or probably? Probably, <laughs> Prefer- <laughs> preferably, right. preferably. Uh, <laughs> All right, getting back to F-Zero. Uh, it was produced by some small-time game designer, some nobodies named uh, Shigeru Miyamoto or something. I don't Wasn't know. Wasn't he the janitor nope. at Nintendo? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. He had a special mop. Yeah, it's just the creator of Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong, and like every amazing game ever oh, made by Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, right? that guy. Okay. Oh, yeah, that guy. Well, yeah, actually, we could practically call this podcast the Miyamoto Show with as often as we mention his name. I think almost every episode, he's come up in some way, shape, or form, even on the non-Nintendo episodes. Yeah. Can you imagine getting an interview with that guy for the Retro Game Guys podcast? Not, yeah. Yeah, that won't happen. First question. <laughs> oh, oh my uh, God. Hey. Yeah. Dustin's going to put you in his like, pants again. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys like, do you like video games? It'd be like that Chris Farley. Oh the, God, it'd be perfect for something like that. <laughs> or a Zach Galifianakis. So you were in the, in the, you were in the Beatles? Yeah. Uh, if, if you've never seen the uh, old the Chris best. Farley oh, interviewing Paul McCartney, so good. I'll have to oh. see that. All right. So the <laughs> development of F-Zero took about 18 months. And counting Miyamoto's magic, the entire production team uh, and design team was only nine people, which is mind-blowing. That just blows yeah. me away when you look at the way games are developed now, where you're going across countries and continents for like different teams. There's teams that are just working on the smoke, and there's teams that are working on the <laughs> yeah. textures. Yeah. It's just crazy. And nine people did that entire game. Yeah, yeah. three engineers and then six other people, including the, the artists, the designers, the the management, uh, you know, up through Miyamoto, just nine total. It's crazy. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I beat a couple of last uh, AAA titles I beat like on PS4. <laughs> Like I after beating the game, like went to the bathroom, got like a sandwich, like came back. <laughs> the the credits are still rolling. It's like longer than a movie. Yeah, credits yeah. crazy. Yeah, absolutely, you get to see all the babies that were born during the production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how these programmers had babies. Like they're like their wives don't see them for how many? How they many had years? wives. Oh. That's true. Yeah. They start they start before the game and then they never see them again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> your son's now twenty. I have a father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you don't know your father, but here's God of War. Is that you know, is that thing? I was like, right? Consolation father. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving to the plot of the game, right on the box is all you need to know about the plot of F Zero. It's the race of the 26th century. There you go. That's, That's all it. you need to know. That's it. Oh, you want more? Yeah. Um, Please. Okay. <laughs> okay well, it's strapped. Yeah, is there a backstory to this? Oh, or? yeah. <laughs> it's probably super short, right? I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad you Moon asked. Patrol, yeah. like Alex. Sector Nine. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Strap Hold in. on. Is, is the is the backstory have to do with a divorcee and <laughs> in a world? In I'll a world. shoot that moon one of these days. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so uh, here we go. We're about to take another ride into the dark abyss of game manual writing. You guys oh, remember boy. Castlevania and that that manual, that abysmal, horrible. <laughs> Say thing. sayonara. Right. It's not that cheesy, but it's not that much better either. It's pretty overblown. So check this out. In the latter half of the 20th century, mankind was gripped by the fear of being invaded by extraterrestrials. Now to those of us in this day and age, it sounds like a fairy tale. It is now the... I don't even know what that means, by the way. So now now to those of us in this day and age, it sounds... Oh, because it's already happened, I guess, or whatever. Uh, Uh, It is now the year 2560, very specific. February 12th. I'm I'm thinking (laughs) It was raining. I'm thinking it's Miyamoto's birthday. It's February 5th, 1960. Oh, maybe. You never know. And due to the human race's... I don't know if that's his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to look this up while Zach's going right now. Just lying. Wouldn't that be weird? Uh, Due to the human race's countless encounters with alien life forms throughout 
throughout the universe, Earth's social framework has expanded to cosmic proportions. <laughs> the multi-billionaires who earned their enormous wealth through intergalactic trade while satisfied with their rich lifestyles also yearned for a new entertainment to stimulate their lazy <laughs> lives. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no. Here's the thing. You're a billionaire just made billions in the galactic whatever trade, yeah. trade right? Uh, what are you still doing on Earth? <laughs> you true. bored? No, these planets. These are on these are these on different, different planets. planets. Oh, these yeah. are on different planets. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought the this was all taking uh, no. place on Earth. No. Oh, well, forgive me then. I got to get into the story. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you strap in again there, yeah. Alex? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There's like, more to go. Buckle up, buckaroo. That's right. Well, these intergalactic dudes, their wishes were met by a call for a new project based upon seemingly simple premise. Why not hold... I'll ask you all here, mm. on a galactic <laughs> scale, some comp- some competition like the F1 races that were held on Earth centuries on, ago. On ancient Earth? Yes. <laughs> we're going to base our brand new uh, exciting yeah. game on an ancient Earth? That's yeah. right. Yeah. F- okay. F1 races. These right. lazy billionaires, right. multi-billionaires. Do you remember oh those old, oldie-time movies your dad used to show us? Of these race car drivers? Oh, know? I was where, where, was like, where are you going? Because <laughs> well, we're in the what 25th t- century now. I'm a billionaire. I'm putting myself, you know, yeah. you, know, you got to yeah. think about it. All right. That. So this... Uh, is there more? No. Well, yes, there is. <laughs> oh, there but is. Not, no, okay. I'm not going to read it anymore. This just stuff goes on and on and on in other pages it's in the manual. Just, <sighs> there's even a comic in the manual. I mean, it's just the story just keeps on going. Have they, did they play this game first? What is... What, yeah. just but all you around? need to know is turn the damn thing on, push start, and race. Yeah. That's really, Go left and right and turbo sometimes. It's a shame they didn't include this back. Story in the crawl of the game, <laughs> no. but but with no skip button, right? <laughs> in a world, we just have a heavy picture of a heavy car. Oh yes, the races will be this weekend. F zero, <laughs> she will call it. Oh. <laughs> I see you as this green alien yeah. Jabba, Jabba the Hutt character. Exactly. Yeah, this is a prequel to the uh, to episode one, right? To there you podcast. go. There you go. Right on. So let's get to the gameplay. I'm a human and my name is Anakin. Oh. Oh, okay, good gameplay. Sorry. I kill younglings. I think you might have just lost half the audience. Yeah. Star not, what? Not just the men, but the women yeah. and the children. That's true. Wow. <laughs> I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan to even know what you guys are talking about. Oh, yeah. no, these are all lines. You, okay. Now we've yeah. definitely lost listeners. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's for these Star Wars? As far Wars as the gameplay is concerned, uh, so the SNES came with a new controller, and it was more advanced than its predecessor. So the controller was similar in shape to the Dogbone uh, controller that came out later in the NES's lifespan. Uh, but the Super Nintendo added four new buttons. So you had A and B that most people were used to, but you now would have X and Y plus two shoulder buttons, L and R. <clears throat> that became standard on most controllers after that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, F-Zero took advantage of most of that added functionality. In addition to the standard two-button brake and throttle configuration, F-Zero used a third button for turbo boost, and you could also make rudder adjustments using the two shoulder buttons, slide around corners and all that cool stuff. Uh, there's a total of 15 tracks in F-Zero, divided by three leagues, uh, or divided into three leagues, I should say, a knight, queen, and king. And each league progressively gets harder as you go. Uh, not to mention the four difficulty levels. So there's beginner all the way through master, and master is very difficult. We'll talk about that later, <laughs> as it should be, right? And the tracks in the game include a city landscape, a water planet, a windy track, and a crystal-covered one called White Land. <laughs> uh, by the way, White Land, according to the manual, is supposed to be the most romantic planet on the universe. You guys find it pretty romantic <laughs> as you're playing the game? Oh, yeah? yes. I had a nice Keontae while I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> With oh. some fava beans? I'm starting to... I don't get... What What about this game Has says romance? I guess there's pink and... What? 
There's nothing romantic about any any of these levels. It's just <laughs> frustration. Oh no, just, my wife would walk by while I was playing it, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't know. Better put the controller down." Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, that white planet's got me feeling something. Yeah. Blood <laughs> no. pressure is high. All right, so there's four different vehicles to choose from, which is one of the, the coolest parts of this game. There's the Blue Falcon, piloted by Captain Falcon, Star Wars own comic book in the manual. There's Doctor Stewart in the Golden Fox. That's the yellow ship. And Pico in the Wild Goose. (laughs) (laughs) There's Pico in the Wild Goose. That's the green. Honk. (laughs) Um, And there's uh, Samurai Goro in the Fire Stingray, the fastest ship in the land. That's the pink one. So each vehicle has its own unique characteristics. So the Golden Fox is fast but fragile. And while the Wild Goose is more of a tank, can take more damage. So when you're learning to just to kind of get your bearings and things like that, if you hit the walls more often, you pick one that's stronger, the ship that's stronger. And then once you get better, you can use a more fragile ship that's a bit faster. Sure. So you can kind of ease into it. Um, curious, what was your guys' favorite ship? What was your go-to? Well, you know what one was mine. Uh, the uh, green one? Maybe? Yeah, it's just, always the green just one. Just taking a wild guess there? Yeah, it was so, but also I'm a, I love, I'm a tank driver when it comes to these games, whether it be like uh, um, you know Mario Kart or any of these. I just like to plow through everything and just get, go. So uh, I'd rather have the one that takes a little bit to accelerate, but it'll knock the crap out of everybody else. So that was my, that's my gameplay style. Yeah, me. I was um, green's my favorite color, so I, I definitely went for the the wild goose. But I did. I switched later on to, <laughs> the, to the blue falcon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Falcon was my favorite. I played with all of them uh, in the practice, but uh, ended up with falcon. Oh, there you go. All right, I was a falcon guy too. I used the the um, samurai Goro's fire stingray later in the game as I got a little bit better because he's definitely the fastest. But okay. uh, I like the little bit of extra acceleration in the blue falcon. Mm. Make a mistake here and there, you can catch up. Yeah. All right, so the music in F-Zero is upbeat and catchy. I really loved how the first few SNES games had similar kind of vibes to the music, those horns and that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Pilot Wings and Razor, great, great music for some of those first games. Uh, what I found fascinating is that uh, F-Zero Jazz album was released <laughs> in 1992. Really? The, yeah, I have notes on, on one of my favorite parts of the game, the uh, results screen. Uh, it was like a 1970s a throwback to like 1970s jazz. I have it down here. Organ, piano, jazzy. <laughs> it remind me of uh, the opening of Taxi. But, but they put oh, a whole... Nice. So they put out like a jazz album like on a CD. Yeah, well, we got an album for you, Alex. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> so it featured 12 songs from the game and featured saxophonist Mark Russo and guitarist Robin Ford from the jazz fusion band Yellow Jackets. Figure Dustin, you might recognize Robin Ford's name because he did some work on uh, Kiss songs. Uh, yeah, today. but not—I mean, sort of. I think he wasn't part of the. Well, no, maybe still before Unmasked, but I think he wasn't part of the. He wasn't part of like the big hits, just some minor hits. I don't remember which ones off the top of my head though. Yes, I really like Kiss. I like the early stuff, and I'll defend their early stuff. So, <laughs> does Zach kind of giving me a hard time here? A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> All right, so back to the game. So F Zero was released as I previously mentioned, right alongside the SNES for at the console's launch. It would go on to sell 2.8 million copies mm. uh, at the time, the most of any North American SNES launch games outside, of course, Super Mario World, but that came with the console, so <laughs> kind of cheated there. That's a little bit cheating. <clears throat> All right. The reviews of F-Zero were positive upon release, so I got a copy of the October 1991 issue of Nintendo Power on the table here. Alex is flipping yep. through the pages. Uh, so they rated the game uh, in multiple ways. Uh, they talked about the sound, the music, the, the graphics, all that good stuff, and they rated it an average of 4.25 out of 5. Mm. So pretty good. Um, they also had a 10-page feature on the game that had some really nice original artwork, so you should check it out. Um, and I also have the August 1991 issue of EGM here on the table, too, uh, where the editors gave it two eights and two nines. So pretty well-received. Mm. Um, by the way, August 1991 was a pretty awesome time to be a gamer. I was realizing that as I was flipping through this 1991 uh, issue of EGM. 
in that issue, the new games being reviewed were Super Mario World, Gradius 3, F-Zero, Final Fight, Streets of Rage. Ooh, Streets of like Rage. All classics. Pretty, pretty amazing. Back to F-Zero, the game would spawn seven sequels, but it would never reach the same height in sales as the first. Uh, the latest version, 2004's F-Zero Climax for the Game Boy Advance. It's a Japan exclusive, by the way. I didn't know that existed. Yes. Uh, well, there's well, a neither did anyone a, else. It's oh. probably a reason. So it only managed a, a measly 5,000 in oh, sales God. in the first few days. Wow. It uh, wasn't a hit. So that's probably why we haven't seen a new F-Zero game in 15 years. Uh, plus, there's this. Uh, in an interview with Game Cult, Miyamoto was also surprised to hear that F-Zero had won a Twitter vote uh, for the game that fans wanted to see return. Uh, Miyamoto stated that he thought that the series had evolved very little and that he thought people had grown weary of it. So he, w- he went on to say, I'd like to th- ask those people, why F-Zero? What do you want that we haven't done before? I agree. Yeah, so, I agree as well. <laughs> Listen, it's year 2560, all right? You've done everything. Next is Hunger Games, I think. <laughs> That's right. Miyamoto didn't exactly seem thrilled to make more F-Zero games, so who knows? I still think a Switch game is, would be great, but that's just me. Mm. All right, and happier news, it F-Zero... Yes. Yeah, <laughs> wow, this is... Yeah, it's very telling. Yeah. Uh, and happier news, F-Zero is widely credited as a major influence <clears throat> of later racing games, especially Wipeout and Daytona USA. Cool. We need to do Daytona at some time. You know what? The Dave and Busters? Day- yeah, I'll tell you. You know, if we do Daytona, uh, what car I'll get? Uh, the yellow car. <laughs> no, the green four car. <laughs> <laughs> and you will lose, sir. No, oh, I don't lose. think so. Uh, they may have Daytona at the, the California Extreme Arcade Show. Ooh. So after I beat Mr. Don Van Damme, I can do a victory lap in uh, the Daytona car. <laughs> I like that one. You can end up crunched in the infield, you mean. True. <laughs> true, true. All right. Uh, you're just going to ram me the whole time, yeah, right? Exactly. All right. So, and tank, of, tank moves. Right. Uh, and of course, you can see our friend Captain Falcon from F-Zero in Smash Brothers games where he yells, Falcon Punch, every time he does a Falcon Punch <laughs> special move. Uh, by the way, I'm wondering, what is with video game characters yelling what their special moves are? Like, Sonic Boom or Tiger Uppercut. It's like, imagine if you did that in everyday life. Like, getting up from my chair, eating lunch, <laughs> opening think, a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would wonder if you have some kind of problem. That's true. <laughs> they already do. And the answer is yes. All right, so that wraps up the history of the, of the game. And now to help us learn more about F-Zero, here are five ridiculously interesting facts. Ridiculous interesting facts. About F-Zero. All right. Here we go. Number one. Uh, humiliation drove the design of the game. <laughs> okay. It's a drama. Tell me more. Yes. F-Zero director and art designer Kazunobu Shimizu uh, was a Nintendo veteran and had quite a few racing games under his belt. The previous one he had worked on was called Famicom Grand Prix F1 Race. Was this one that, that come out on? I wonder. <laughs> right. Hmm. Yes, the Famicom. So F-Zero started out as a sequel to that game, but when he took the game to Nintendo of America's staff, he was basically laughed out of the building. For good reason. <laughs> yeah, wow. I pulled up this game. Did you? Did and you play it? I, I mean, I, I pulled up some videos I found on YouTube just to see, because I read, read this story, and um, the game is goofy as heck. It does not... It, it, so, yeah, it's so... Ugh, it's not good. Well, some of the early Famicom games were very, very basic, not yeah. very good. They were more like... I don't want to say Atari games, because well, there's some great Atari games, yeah. but there is some like super simple, basic, like not great it games was just, in the, on the Famicom. The biggest thing for me was it was just slow. Like it, there was no sense of speed in the game. And mm. I think maybe that's what the staff was kind of uh, yeah, maybe. reacting to. Well, as uh, Shimizu tells the story, the staff told him, quote, this isn't a racing game. Racing cars should be cooler. <laughs> <laughs> and he continues to say, they even said it wouldn't sell. And that really ticked me off. I thought, well, if that's what you say, then I'll make something really cool. 
And while I was in America, the movie, get this, Alex, Batman was a big yeah. hit. <laughs> Batman again. Uh, and a futuristic world like the one portrayed in the Batman movie was on my mind. So there you go. Battletoads <laughs> and uh, F-Zero have something in common. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Batman makes everything better. Just, All right. So Batman, F-Zero, and Battletoads in yeah. the same cinematic universe, apparently. There <laughs> you go. That's right. right. <laughs> right. So yeah, so humiliation drove the design of the game, and then we'll talk about uh, how the final design came out in a few minutes, of course. Number two, F-Zero was the first game to take advantage of the Super Nintendo's new mode Oh, I just got it. What? So Falcon, this Falcon guy? Yeah. Uh, Captain Falcon? is Batman. Well, <laughs> his Batman, look at his, look at his, uh, his helmet. He's a falcon, it's a bird, it's a bat. He yeah, drives he like does a Batmobile. It's a bat. He does look kind of Batman-ish, maybe. I'm say it's Batman. Uh, you got to make you feel better. That's right. All right. Number two. So F-Zero was the first game to take advantage of the Super Nintendo's new Mode 7 scrolling. And if you don't know what Mode 7 is, you will know it when you see it. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very distinct. Uh, it's, what sure. give, it gets, it's what gets you sick when you play it. Right? Oh, yeah. So the, the, uh, the SNES had eight different modes for rendering graphics called Modes 0 through 7. Each mode had different properties, but it was Mode 7 that was truly groundbreaking at the time. Uh, this mode allowed scaling and rotating of the background, which could be used to create like 3D-like effects. A young Nintendo programmer named Yasunari Nishida uh, was asked to experiment with Mode 7, and when the director, Shimizu, saw his work, he immediately brought Nishida on board to work on F-Zero. Uh, specifically, Shimizu thought, if we, use, if we use that to make a racing game, it would shock everyone. And F-Zero was used to rotate the bottom 80% of the screen, where the track was and all that good stuff, while showing the distant landscape in the top part, which I thought looked fantastic. Mm. That's all thanks to Mode 7, there ladies and gentlemen. Number three, having the cars hover was a programming cheat. <laughs> so we've talked about uh, this before, how the limits in video games create some interesting design approaches. With F-Zero, when the team and Nintendo were first developing the game, Shimizu rendered the vehicles with big tires modeled after Hot Wheels cars. Uh, but the tires presented a problem. Uh, the programmers were drawing pixel art for the cars one frame at a time. But after drawing the, the tires turning, they had to show it seen from different angles. Uh, the total number of frames became staggering. Uh, so the programmers decided to embrace the future and remove the tires <laughs> altogether. That's nice. Screw it. We'll just take them off. <laughs> They're not going to work. We're going to just get rid Hold of them. Hold on. So they were originally going to have tire tires yeah, under cars their cars. In the year 2560. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that's what we're talking about. Like creative approaches are, are necessary when you run up to these uh, technical challenges. Guys, I got it. It's now the year 2560. How about and no tires? Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> So a few years later, Nintendo would create the Super FX chip uh, for a few games like Star Fox and others where they could use like polygon graphics to help solve some of those problems. Mm -hmm. But back then, not so much. Uh, number four, Captain Falcon was originally created to be the mascot for the Super NES. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Can't get Batman. No, so. <laughs> Batman, Batman's taken. All right. So during the later stages of the development of F-Zero, one of the designers, uh, Takaya Imamura, uh, was asked to make a mascot character for the SNES. And his basic direction was to make it look like Batman. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, his basic direction was make it make his name Captain Something. So he went off and <laughs> thanks so for superhero. Right. Yes. Thanks okay. for all the yes. input there. That's it. Right. Uh, so he went off and started drawing a character using the colors of the Super Famicom console. So he had blue, yellow, and red. Uh, when interviewed recently, Imamura didn't recall exactly how his prototype character for the SNES morphed into the lead character of the game. Uh, but suffice to say, his creation ended up all over the place in the game manual and promotional materials as Captain Falcon and, of course, now other games. Yeah, moving on to Smash Brothers and all that. That's right. cool. Absolutely. Okay. Falcon Punch! <laughs> right. 
And number five, in addition to the seven sequels that I mentioned earlier, there was actually a lesser... <laughs> what, something I'm just, going to the bathroom! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Here you go. In addition to the seven sequels that I mentioned earlier, there's actually a lesser-known 16-bit sequel on the Super Famicom called BSF0 Grand Prix 2. Best title ever. Oh, that's BSF0. Cool. BSF0. Grand Prix 2 Hyper Fighting. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the, so the, I'll explain what BS means here in a second. So this, uh, the, the BSF0 Grand Prix, there was one and two, I think. It was only available in Japan. It was released on a peripheral called the Satellaview. Okay. And this allowed players to play games sent as signals from a broadcast satellite. So broadcast satellite, BS, that's where oh, it came from. okay. Uh, so these were games, they were broadcast, so they were only oh, playable yeah. for certain hours per day and only when the game was being broadcast. Hmm. So you couldn't really even download them, I think. Yeah. Um, there was a system similar to this in America, for, if I remember, in the in the 90s. But I, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I remember something like this coming up on uh, satellite TV. Hmm. Yeah. So, the, so these games, again, only playable at that time. Um, there's versions released uh, of F-Zero with different cars. There's different levels and features. Uh, there are some ROM versions of the game available, so you can get them on, like, you know, homebrew cards and things like that. Uh, but not all versions of BS F-Zero have been preserved. Uh, and an interesting note, uh, there's also a BS Zelda game, which was a remake of the original Legend of Zelda. Uh, it's kind of like a 16-bit Legend of Zelda 1. Pretty uh, interesting. I, oh, wow. And I totally forgot to mention that during our Zelda episode. Shame. <laughs> Hello. Right. Come on now. But that's it's really cool. It's one of those things where there was just this moment in time where these games were playable and they've kind of got lost to, you know, to history in some yeah, ways. Yeah, for sure. So cool. And that was five ridiculously interesting facts about F-Zero. All right. Well, thank you, Zach. Now let's talk about memories of playing F-Zero back in the day. We collected feedback on our Twitter and Facebook by asking people, what's your favorite memory of playing F-Zero back in the day? What? <laughs> Pretty straightforward. <laughs> what card was your go-to, right? There you go. Alex, what did our community have to say? All right. Well, let's take a look here at some of these comments. Uh, Devin T., <laughs> said, I would play with the blue car while listening to a Green Day Dookie album. Oh, Not man. Bad. There's a okay, flashback. It has a soundtrack, yes. Yeah. Uh, also remember seeing this game played in the movie Forever Young. Forever oh, yeah. Young. Young. Was that with uh, uh, Mel Gibson, Gibson and, um, oh, I forget the kid's name right now. Sean Young? Sean <laughs> <laughs> Young was That was Blade Runner. Right? No, it was, uh, it was uh, from Lord of the Rings. What's his name? Oh, Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood. Elijah Wood oh, and him, yeah. Uh, Steve Young? No. Steve Forever Young. Young huh? yeah. You have to take a look at that movie. Young. I, 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 great, uh, you can get Dwight Clark's song. autograph on the VHS, <laughs> VHS copy of this. You know, I was telling, uh, I actually commented back to Devin T on Facebook, and I was like, that's some deep trivia right there. Right. Like, deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. What game, yeah what, yeah, what movie did the kids play F-Zero in? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ten bucks says Don Van Damme. Knew that. Wow. <laughs> He's the new Chuck Norris That's now. Right. It's like, yeah. Except cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Chuck what Norris else we sucks. got here? Alex from the Retro Game Squad podcast oh. uh, said, spending a weekend on a cabin vacation with my friends. We were all obsessed with beating each other's track times. We would stay up late or wake up early to sneak in a game while there were other guys asleep. Waking up to find your record shattered was a motivation to improve. Wow, that's a hell of a trip, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he also goes on to say, fire Stingray all the way. There you so go. I don't know if you guys uh, feel the same about that. Hmm. Uh, Timothy R. says, my favorite racer is Dr. Stewart and his Golden Fox. All right. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a movie title. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Stewart. And his Golden Fox. <laughs> it's going to come out in Christmas. Uh, the quick acceleration made up for little mistakes along the way, and the tr and the lack of grip made it easier to drift. My fondest memory of the original title was a 
cough, cough, sick day. <laughs> I got it. Cough, cough, sick day as a youth where I finally finished the game. Yep. So he played hooky from school, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Never, never did that. It's the first no. guy I've ever heard to actually like the lack of grip on a car. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I'm glad it's He's a Fast and Furious fan. Yeah, for sure. Dustin T said. Not me. Not you. A different Dustin T. Uh, I remember losing control in the turns and pinballing down the track with mixed results. Same, bro. <laughs> mixed Same. Results. Mixed results. I yeah. like that. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes yeah. it didn't. Uh, definitely like the green ship because it would take the damage for days. All right. Yeah. Me, me too, lesser Dustin. I mean, other Dustin. Other Dustin, not you, Dustin. <laughs> you know, Dustin T is going to be the next Don Van Damme show up and challenge you in <laughs> person right. next. That's right. That's right. That. Our buddy. Jamarcus Funkmelon. Funkmelon! is another fan of the Green Machine saying, green car all the way. Oh, right. I already seen, like this guy, and I like him even more. We're for seeing sure. a winner here that, as far as cars go, I think, yeah. so far. At Batmonkey, not Batman, <laughs> said, Monkey. I remember how it's almost nauseating, probably with the... Uh, Mode oh, 7. The spinning, Mode yeah. Seven. Yep. Right. He also said, F-Zero forced me how to learn KPH to MPH. Yeah. yeah so okay. the conversion there. Teaches right. you math. That's right. <laughs> uh oh. No wonder I. And finally, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> at Daz Storm says, uh, "This was the first game apart from Pac and Mario World that I purchased a couple of months after getting my SNES back in '92." Uh, my first memory was how bloody hard the game. He must be English. <laughs> how bloody hard the game was. But in that time, I learned to use the L and R buttons to my advantage. Long live Captain Falcon. Finally, Falcon, Falcon gets some love. Falcon oh. Punch. Falcon Punch. All right, uh, around the room and uh, memories playing this back in the day. I have none. Never, never had. <laughs> you never played this back you in never, the day? Nah. No. no did, just, you, you had, did you have a Super NES? I, I never had a Super NES. Um, and I played, by the time I played it at, with friends' houses, this was just, this never made the rotation. So you guys uh, were strictly Sega all the way. Dude, like, no, no, no. Sega but like, if I went to my, I had friends that had Super Nintendos, we would go, and if we were playing a racing game, we'd play something interesting like Mario Kart. This oh, oh, wow. <laughs> this game. I'm, anyway. You better watch out. Captain Falcon will come right through that window. <laughs> give you a Falcon punch. punch. Falcon punch. No, I, I played this a lot. I had this myself, and then also my buddy Tim, uh, you know, uh, shut up, Tim, as we. Shut up, Tim. Shut up, Shut up, Tim. Uh, him and I would play that with a bunch of friends and everything. Usually, you know, same thing, passing around the controller, trying to, you know, beat each other's score, trying to get different tracks and everything like that. But I remember playing it a lot as well on my own and getting very frustrated as I did this time around, too. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, no memories. I actually skipped the entire SNES generation of games. Oh, right. You had moved on. You, you had grown up mm -hmm. and moved on to comic books. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no more video games for Alex. Yeah, I became, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm I was, all in. I was full on into my Batman uh, mystique back then. Yeah. The movie had just come out. Yeah. Another thing, another thing that doesn't help you get girls. What are you talking about? The nerds won, bro. <laughs> Newsflash, right? Yeah, yeah no, this reminds me of like the, the first run of Super Nintendo games. Like, I had it, I got a Nintendo. After it came out, so it was like maybe a year old or whatever. But this, the Super Nintendo, I remember, was the first system that I remember getting wrapped up in all the excitement of a new system coming. Mm. Yeah. Right? So this is this big launch coming and these new games that are exciting. So seeing the pictures in Nintendo Power of like, wow, look at the graphics, mm. you know, and everything. So, um, yeah, this this game just blew my mind. Full on fanboy. So just absolutely. I was totally bought <laughs> in. Because, yeah, I probably had been playing... Nintendo for two, three years by sure. that this time, right? So I was just, again, totally bought in. Um, I don't think I ever owned F-Zero as a kid. Um, I kind of got it later in life. Um, but uh, I did not, no matter what, even if I rented it or whatever, I never got past the beginner difficulty. Getting through a couple of those leagues was hard enough. I was yeah. good. I didn't mm. need to play it any more than that. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. Thank you. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Is that, is, that, is that all we got? Is that all we got? Should we well, move should, on? This is the part where Zach goes on for like 25 yeah. minutes. And then well, I went down to Well, my brother that lived in the attic played with me. <laughs> we don't know what happened to him. <laughs> so let's talk about Golden Fox now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Let's uh, move on to our current playthrough. Uh, we're going to do a little bit different, uh, a little something different this time for the playthrough experience section. What? Oh, I'm going to go around and ask you guys your thoughts about specific aspects of F-Zero so we can focus a bit on what makes this game uh, unique and memorable? Um, so what about the fun factor? How fun was this game to you guys? What do you think about that? Uh, JP? No, I love that. I think it's a, it's a great game. I mean, it definitely gets frustrating towards, you know, as it starts to get harder, as Zach talked about, like beginner, it's like, hey, beginner is beginner. But like there's some parts where you don't take a turn right and you can't make that jump and you're like trying it over and over again. That gets very old, very, very fast. Yeah, I found that to be very similar where super fun for, you know, just the, the thrill of racing. I had a, a great time with it. But to replaying those old tracks over and over gets pretty repetitive after a while. Like if you die, say there's because there's five tracks in each like league, right? If you have to, you know, play f- number five over and over again, you got to play one through four. Yeah, up to oh, it, I hated and that. And that gets I really repetitive. That. Yeah, that's the only thing that that, that uh, kind of knocked the fun factor for me. But overall, pretty fun. Uh, yeah, no. When I was playing it, I definitely got flashes of Mario Kart for sure. Uh, especially when, what? Yeah, when and when you start the game and it counts down to three, two, one, start. Good, it's a turbo, racing game. So pole position had that too. But the turbo, you hold <laughs> turbo down, you hold accelerator down, and your car will stall. Yeah. The same thing happens in uh, Mario Kart. Sure, and that's one. That's one. Two. I was looking for weapons to throw yeah. behind my house uh, because looking for something to do in this game. Yeah. Right? So there was there was more more than just racing because yeah. a lot of it is is coming in every lap at a higher and higher uh, place, so you can yeah. get to the next. A checkpoint, I guess, or the next uh, lap, um, and then the only thing they could do is just block them. Yeah, with your with your craft. And I was like, oh, I wish, I wish there was a, a blue shell or something I could yeah. throw at these guys. <laughs> sure. awesome. do, I would like to yeah. do something. For me, this was the I hated this game. It's so boring. Really? It's so boring. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come in here with the Alex. My, niece, I'm my the, niece played this game and she put it down after two yeah. two laps. She's like, oh, this is boring. Yeah, I wow. Like, oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm coming in here to it. quote Alex Trebek and uh, uh, being the spiciest meme lord. Um, I th- I don't get this game at all. It's so boring. It was mm-hmm. just like there's nothing to do. I was like. Cool. I, I, There's I was, one thing to do in the game is win. No, no. Okay, so I, I won every track I <laughs> played. Win, you loser. I won every track I played. Okay. That was not, I, was not fun at all. Wow. I just yeah, I was... I, and we'll the, talk as we go through the so, questions. So I'll tell you would more you rather why. play uh, be locked in a room for a weekend with F-Zero or Galaga? Galaga. Wow. wow. Galaga's interesting. That's, if you guys listen Galaga to the Galaga a challenge. show, this that's isn't a big a, compliment. I don't even know how to get to the challenge of this game because I was just bored. I'm like your niece. I'm like, whatever. Uh-huh. I don't even care about this game anymore. It's a, <laughs> so we'll, and we'll get, as we get through, I, we can talk about the next question. I'll, maybe I'll start off with next is gra- the graphics. So okay. What do you think about the graphics? And I think for me, what it is is because this mode seven was already a thing that I've I've never played this game back in the day. Yep. I think that's the gimmick. I think this is, this is the epitome for me of... Uh, a launch day game as uh, Zach hates altered beast for the Genesis. This is a game they had to get out. They had to put a racing game out. They had to do something. They made this game um, and they came up. Oh, we have this cool new graphic thing. We'll, we'll show off the new graphics. I think this game uh, got a lot of people to look at the super Nintendo, like a trade shows and things like that. Cause it was something that nobody had ever seen. But when you actually get down to the gameplay, if you're not watching the graphics, it's kind of, well, okay, cool. It's just a racing game. I, I slightly, like dis- I slightly disagree. I think that the, the mode seven is more than a gimmick. I think it does play pretty well. It's not a pure racing game because there's some stuff that is a bit unfair. Yeah. I think, I, I just think it looks great. I think it looks fantastic. Still holds up to this day. I didn't know that, uh, 
once you went over the history, I didn't know that this was the first game that used that. Mm-hmm. And it was just something I took for granted when I was playing the game. Mm-hmm. But now that you say that, oh, this was the first racing game that it was actually used in, that actually, I'll, I'll go ahead and agree with you because that might actually be kind of a big deal. If you're a kid, yeah, you know, 1991, sure. Batman just came out. <laughs> uh, you're playing this game for the first time. You're like, wow, look at this racing game. It looks realistic as far as like, you know, the background. Look at what the background does. Yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah. I can understand how it could be sort yeah. of a groundbreaking. I, and I don't mean to dig on that part. I think if I was someone who had seen this game at the time and was like, it, it, the way that everything rotates, you'd never yeah. seen that on a system now before. Play that some other crazy. games that play some other racing games from 1990 and yeah. tell me how they looked. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean oh, God, there's yeah. a lot of overhead ones. There's a lot of bad ones. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so uh, this game will think? also give you uh, um, uh, seizures. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, the, the one yeah, thing I, I was flashing. remembering too was uh, are the, the the tracks supposed to be like above the earth kind of thing or above whatever's below? Is that supposed to be a city underneath there? Yeah, yeah. in some stages that looked pretty some, cool. I think it's no, like the little cars and things, you know, yeah. flashing. Well, it looks really cool, but then I've kept forgetting that that's what that was, and I'm just like, what is it, all this crap right here? Like, <laughs> not realizing like, oh, it's supposed to be we're like several feet up into the air, so when you're falling off and you explode, you're like falling to yeah. your death kind of thing. Oh. But yeah, it was kind of cool watching it. But then when you look at it, you just take a step back and you just go, man, this is this is not the greatest looking game. But no. it was still How really How many engineers fun. worked on this? It was only nine, nine people. Guys, wow. but yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're, we're kind we're, of wrapping on there. Yeah, okay, here, no, here we go. It was amazing in the day. That's Here's a question yeah. I think we can all agree in, uh, is a positive thing we can throw in here, which is the music and the sound. I will not knock it. I oh, really yeah. dug music the music. Was, yeah, I really yep. liked the sound. Um, it's a you know good advanced step forward from the NES. If this was a game that I had just pulled out and I didn't have any other one on the Super Nintendo, I would have I would loved to to listen to it. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Great soundtrack, great music, just a lot of different, lot of variety in the soundtrack. So very yeah, upbeat, yeah, very good. Seventy piano, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like some future Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Just gets you hyped. It's good. Yep. Some positive there. Okay. So uh, how did the challenge feel for you guys? Was it too easy? Was it too hard? Was it just right? I'll say that. This is not an easy game for me. I felt that the beginner difficulty really should be the standard difficulty. Yeah, okay. I, I, I it was, totally it was a little hard. Um, and there's some elements, I think, that feel a bit unfair. Like the biggest thing for me, and I'll probably talk about this a little bit later because <laughs> I just pissed me off so much, was the, was the uh, slow cars. Oh, right. oh, it's just like okay. the bomb cars yeah, are the worst. Yeah, the worst. Yeah, I hate and, them. In later levels, those bomb cars, you'll be racing in first place, just jamming, and then all of a sudden, there'll be one of those flashing cars right in the middle of the track, just sitting there. Yeah, like nice. play, placed as a enemy, like placed just to, just to mess you up. Like, yeah. why, what are they even on the track for? If there's just four of us, why are there other tracks? <laughs> no. But I know they used to pole position. A lot of their games do that. Yeah. I hate that though. So that part of it to me felt a little unfair, which messed, which kind of makes me think a little less favorably of the challenge. But mm. it wasn't like Battletoads or anything. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. No, I thought that I thought. Even though uh, some parts of the game were a little bit boring, a little bit like, okay, what else is there to do in this game? Uh, there definitely is a challenge level to this where it's like, okay, I definitely see kids playing this game, having fun, getting frustrated, but then coming back to it because it's really not that big of a time suck and you can still you know, do what you need to do. And I personally, I actually almost like the practice uh, part of this game better than the actual game. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, I had more fun just doing that because then I... I think I could go from different car to different car after, you know, failing on a track. And I played, I think I played the, um, oh, what was it? The, uh, the blue. Flipping through I'm flipping through the, uh, the, the Nintendo Power 1991. <laughs> yeah. Star, Star Trek, Trek on the, on the cover. cover. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Big Blue was my favorite uh, track 
Okay. And I played that with every car, and I, I actually just like playing it just in the practice. And I was ah. like, I actually probably should get to the, <laughs> the to real playing deal. the real I should game. Have, I should have in the practice. Maybe. Did I you notice one thing in practice? In mm. the practice mode, you can see the other car where they're at the little dot behind yes. your dot. You I thought that was incredibly helpful. And then I played yep. the regular game. You can't see and it. Something. I was like, Yeah. What the heck? If you pass them, you should know where they're at behind you. Well, if they're you know, in front yeah. of you. It's I like think, maybe I shouldn't know. Well, where I think that's because there's rubber banding in the game, and that's rubber banding's a term for when. The computer can catch up unfairly to you. Oh yeah, just to kind of keep so you you know like uh, keeps think, you on your toes pretty yeah, much. Yeah, like a couple times I knocked a player off the track, which yeah, would kill it, you. Which and oh, guess what? They're right back behind you. Oh, really? So there's some there's some funky stuff going on. Doing some funky Nine stuff. Yeah. Programmers. Well, in that kind of similar vein, what aspect of the game uh, gave you guys the most trouble? Uh, I will just say that the aspect that gave me the most trouble <laughs> was staying interested. But uh, what did you guys? Oh, what did you damn. guys? Um, um, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say the um, I think I talked about it a few minutes ago was just so there's some some of those tracks where you have to take turns at a right speed because you have a jump that you have to make that is a wide jump and if you don't make that jump you blow up and I think I forget one of the track I forget what track it was I don't know how many times I died before I, and it's again like on the fifth track start back in the beginning work yep. my way back up to the fifth track yep. and you're trying to figure out okay what speed do I need to take this at what how do I take this corner properly oh my god I hated that so much <laughs> okay yeah I think if there was um. Oh gosh! If there was a way to to inflict damage on other cars in okay. in like a, a weaponized way, I keep wanting like a yellow banana. I keep wanting like a green shell. I, I don't know what the technology was at that time, but if there was a way to <laughs> those came out in twenty five seventy. Yeah, that's right. That yeah, yet. yeah. But if there was a way to inflict damage on uh, another car, that'd be great. And the thing that really bugged me about uh, uh, the standard uh, racetrack was that you didn't have a rearview mirror. Um, I would much oh, yeah, rather you're have right. had been nice. a rear view mirror at the top of the of the uh, uh, screen rather than just the check that went back and forth. Right, that really wasn't helpful at all. Uh, and I actually uh, didn't care who was behind me because it was all about getting to the next, getting in front. Yeah. yeah, and if someone's behind you, you can't do anything about it anyway. What are you gonna do? You're supposed to be able to block them, but you're, yeah, what, no. you're gonna let them hit you the and push you into the right. war. Well, that wall? and that that goes right into what, what frustrated me the most, gave me the most trouble was bumping. Was like whether it's a flashing cars, it didn't matter. Is like, on, especially when I got into the expert levels and stuff. Like, I'm racing and I get the check warning. Right, a guy comes up right behind you and bumps you, and there you go into a wall. But they're fine; they correct and they're yeah. off. You know, and it's like, no matter what, you get bumped once, forget it. Well, especially will, you know, it's you ridiculous. Bump it depends on the car. It takes away all your speed. It, yeah. exactly. I will say it depends well, on the yeah. car because when, uh, with the green car, that doesn't happen as much. Yeah, uh, I would get bumped and they, I would the, that guy would squirrel out, or I would bump a guy and he would squirrel. I, I lost traction a few times myself too, but it, it, it's I think to in partially in this game's defense, there was a distinct difference between the different kinds of cars. That's true. So, that is true. Yeah. yeah, I think if this had a basic like spy hunter oil slick type of situation, yeah. it would have been a great game. That'd be awesome. Throw some fog yeah. out at people. Yep. All right. Well, so you need well, tires for an oil slick. Actually, I'm just thinking about it now. <laughs> so that wouldn't really work. Maybe it'd mess with your magne- magnetics <laughs> yeah, or something. Right, right. Well, to to uh, Alex's point, what uh, what do we think? Uh, is there anything else that would have made this game better, or is it good the way it is? Um, Alex had a good yep. one there. Um, I good I would review, think yeah. that what this needs more seventies jazz. Is it more seventies <laughs> jazz? More uh, jazz fruit? Um, no. Uh, you know what would make this game for me actual multiplayer? Like mm, if yeah. this was actual multiplayer, if the other guys on the track were were uh, you know your friends? Because yep, I'm like sure. reading the memories from there. I'm like, uh, you know, like I'm not a fan of playing a game multiplayer where it's like I'll play it for 10, 20 minutes. Now you play it. You know, sometimes that's fun if you're stuck in a cabin or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to play with somebody. That's interesting. Um, yeah, what what yeah. other uh, racing games 
around the same area had uh, two player. I think I well, so uh, Mario Kart didn't come out for another couple of for years, while. right? Yeah. I think it was 94, yeah, ninety four, I think, or something like that. So at the time, probably not. But um, that's interesting. Yeah, and how would it look? The mode seven and everything split screen. That yeah, might look kind of because that's part of the thing that always gets it, me about totally. split screen early games is just like you, you can't really tell what's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's really for sure. Yeah. You know, it messes with it. For sure, but I, I guess I mean for me, racing games. That at this point in my life, that's what I want. I want to race somebody that that is, that is somebody that I know. I don't right. want to just go around a track and have some cheating CPU come up behind me or whatever. Right. I want my friends cheating. Right. <laughs> that was my that was on my list too. Was two player, even though again I didn't know how it was going to look. But you know, for me, there was two things I would say for what make it better in my mind is. More stuff to unlock. Like, wouldn't it be cool to have more cars? Yeah. You know, like hidden abilities or like something. Said, something yeah. like, there's really nothing to unlock, but like one difficulty setting. So that that was kind of a bummer. And then also, um, you know, the characters weren't weren't in the game. So I know that in the development they started coming out with the characters like later after the game was you know was programmed. Um, but I think of like Star Fox. Like, wouldn't it be neat to have? more of a Star Fox-like experience for F-Zero where, like, the characters are, like, talking trash to each other while yeah. racing, totally. you know, and things like that. Yeah. But, you know... You they, could they reach would... out with a whip and chain, like, <laughs> rash. I didn't, yeah. even, I didn't even know they had characters. Being, like, I think it talked about earlier. It was yeah. just, like, I just yeah. looked at the cars as the actual character. All this backstory gave us, I'm like, oh, that's news to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those characters would come in in the sequels and stuff, but that yeah, first game yeah. really could use them. Yeah. Totally. Okay, uh, another question here. Uh, what tips and tactics did you guys come across while you were playing the game? One kind of random thing I ran across is that if you hit the ramps and you're not at full speed, it'll get you to full speed. So say you hit, kind of hit a wall coming around a corner and you, there's a ramp ahead of you. If you make sure you hit that ramp, it'll get you back up to full speed quicker. Oh, so nice. A little little tip there. It's in the manual, but I didn't know this when I first started playing the game, but you guys know to hold down when you hit a ramp. Did you know that? No. So if you hold down when you hit a ramp, you actually, you, you, your higher. distance is yeah, higher. And it then, lifts your nose. Yeah, and then also oh. when you land, if you hold down, it goes boom and you don't lose any speed. If you don't hold down, you hear this like thud and you lose speed. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh. So those are those are a couple yep. of the tricks. One other thing I, I found um, was the bump start. So it, this is really really important when you get into the expert mo the expert levels is um, trying to keep the other cars from getting in front of you in the beginning. So what I would do is start the race and right when you shoot off the line, move to the right or the left and try to get a car to, to hit you from behind because it'll keep you in like second. It, it speeds you up. It oh, keeps nice. you in like second and then you have a couple less cars to pass. So that was a Pretty important tip later yeah, in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, one more question before we get to the scores. Would we uh, play F-Zero again? Alex, what do you think? No. Nah. <laughs> wow. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> nah. Jeez. Not interested. I mean, listen, it, uh, it was probably fun for what it was in yeah. the year and the era and stuff like that, but yep. uh, racing games have evolved. Oh yeah. yeah, there's so much, so many more, or more better ones that there's I'd so rather many play. More better, that's right. I, there are games <laughs> that are out there, AAA titles that have better racing inside of. I mean, GTA Five has really interesting Listen, yeah, racing modes. So I know like it's that. not a racing game, but I would almost say Spy Hunter is a more fun uh, well, car game. Almost, right? Almost yeah. say Spy Hunter is one of the most fun games of the even even uh, like uh, like Super Sprint. You know, remember that old yeah. arcade oh, game? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. Sprint's yeah. great. Yeah. Super Sprint's great. Yeah. Uh, what about you, uh, GP? Oh, no. Of course I played again. I, I always loved playing this game. And I mean, even playing it now, I mean, I busted out the, I opened up the SNES Mini to actually play <gasps> this. Yeah, yeah. I know. I yeah. actually bought one. So, you know. There you go. Wait, now, wait, hold, wait. Yeah. Hold, stop the press here. You open the seal. Well, see, so here's the thing. So I opened the sealed copy. But I didn't open up the controllers because wait, I, what? You, you guys are gonna be crap for this. My, my mom actually picked it up for me. <laughs> so <laughs> let me explain. JP, your... I brought you a game. <laughs> I brought you your video game that you asked me for. And your lunch. It's got your Baloney. favorite cookies. 
I hate you guys so now much. Now go mow the lawn. I hate you guys. No, I know it sounds bad. I said my mom bought this, but it was because my parents were in town when it came out and I'm full-time job. I didn't have a chance to go to the store. First thing when it opens, like a lot of people, they actually are retired. They went and actually went when the when it first launched and we were able to get Hold my on. hands on one. When Hold it came on. Out. Hold on. I paid you them. Asked, you asked your poor retired mom to stand in line at GameStop. And get the and as many as possible. And, and she got it for me. And give wow. me some Taco Bell. <laughs> give me some Taco well, Bell. Are you the only it. child? Or? No, no, no. I have a younger brother. <laughs> She's still, the, he's the golden child. That's right. right. I guess. <laughs> no, that would be my brother. <laughs> so, so you open. You finally opened this thing up. I opened up. So I opened up the system and then the power because she actually had also gotten a wireless controller. So I didn't touch any of the controllers or anything else. So I've got the system, the power adapter, and then a wireless control that I opened up separately. Okay. So wow. technically, it's half open. Did you save yeah. the plastic and? Oh yeah. Yes, of course I did. <laughs> everything, everything. Fold it saved. nicely and everything. Yeah, it's all back yeah, in there. No, like, I went to beautiful. GameStop and buy a used one, threw everything out, just <laughs> plugged it in. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. I should have done that. I, I threw it out like on the way, you know, yeah. like threw it out the window. Litter, litter, don't care. I'm no. somewhere in between you guys. I open everything, but then I keep the boxes. Oh, there, yeah. there you go. So, there there we go. Yeah, Play it again, Zach. Uh, yeah, I think so. Play I mean, it again, Zach. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's just again, I want more features. So I, w- I want more to unlock. So like, I would play it again, but probably not very often. This yeah. is a game that would do good if you in, in nowadays where you'd had add-on content, free add-on oh, content. Oh, sure. Though, but yeah. a lot of add-on yeah. would be really cool. Absolutely. Totally. All right, guys. Now to the most important question. How far did you get? What was your score? Uh, to remind everyone about the score competition rules for F-Zero, we disguise, decided to score based on how many leagues you beat, Knight, King, oh gosh, Knight, Queen, or King, starting with the beginner difficulty and then moving up to the higher difficulties. Uh, let's start with myself. I got through the beginner on night, uh, the night mode and just gave up. I just stopped playing. So <laughs> yeah, uh, good job. Dustin. Good job. No, I just, on, I bore, beginner? yeah, no, I just, ah. I was, bo- I bore quit. No, I could have got, I could have gotten farther, but I don't care. Oh, sure, no, 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 I got first on all the tracks and I was like, I'm bored. Well, it's beginner. So. Yeah, beginner night done. I just stopped playing. I just turned it off and went and did anything else. I think I did the dishes <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, I was like, time to take the garbage out and feed the hog. I'd rather do anything but play this game anymore. Hey, uh, man, you got to stick with it. That's the, no. that's what this thing's all about. You no. you have to. Hey, I played freaking Galaga for two weeks. <laughs> impossible straight, mission. Pissed off. That's yeah, right. I played your impossible mission garbage. Those games are interesting. They hook you. This game has nothing interesting. Impossible to mission does not hook you. <laughs> well, okay. garbage. Hey, it had some beautiful somersaulting. All right. It did. That, yeah. <laughs> Thank Very you, Chris. All right, Alex, where'd you get to? Because I'm going Alex and me sure. first. Because JP and Zach were supposed to kind of have a little competition going. <laughs> I don't here. think there's gonna be much. That's why no, one I, of the other I, reason I gave up. I'm no, like, so I, I spent a lot of time on the practice uh, tracks. <laughs> nice. I did. No, I was like, okay, everyone's gonna be in it. Da, da, da. Everyone's. This is gonna be a push. JP's a master at this game. I better have my skill set up. <laughs> so I played. I literally played uh, every level in the practice, every track, and I played it with every car. Yeah, and then right. I was like, okay let me play regular and i played on the beginner level difficulty and i was like this is actually too easy yeah so i maybe wow. maybe i should have upped it yeah so yeah, I, I, think... I upped it to regular or standard uh and then i got to uh, uh the last track on the night league by was the fire field or whatever the the, the fire one that, that no no on one? the night league the silence Oh, silence. Yeah, silence. That's it. On silence. The regular no. I still have PTSD from that firefield level. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so, so did you play God. through all of beginner then and beat it all? 
Uh, no, I just I he, did he not finished. Pass, he he I did didn't get the silence. So oh, okay. he didn't fit, do the beginner. He just went to regular and just oh, okay. kind of crashed that. Yeah. I'd still count his score ahead of mine. I really, I guess I should have gone to a, a higher difficulty because maybe I would have found it interesting. So that's my own fault. All right, I'm gonna go to Zach next because I'm really hoping that oh, Jake no, will come. No, he's probably oh, gonna come beat on. Me. <laughs> he probably beat me pretty good. <laughs> All right. All right. So I beat uh, the knight, queen, and king courses on beginner and standard difficulties. Yeah, I wow. think so. Uh, I finished the knight course on expert difficulty also. That unlocks master difficulty uh, for the course, which is, uh, yeah, really hard. <laughs> um, extremely hard. So, yeah, so that's as far as I got. Night, night expert, then. Uh, night, so, yeah, night expert. Yes. So when you go to master on the night league, which is the first series of yeah. uh, five courses, uh, they stay the same, right? Like, there's no they do. extra... Yeah. It's really two things. One is the speed of the other cars, which is kind of ridiculous because you have, like, the slowest car faster than the fastest car if you're playing the fastest car. Um, and it's just they are because of your like, card doesn't uh, like level up or anything. No, no, no. no. So and, and what a fail. What it basically comes down to is no, like you can't make any mistakes and the other cars are on your butt the whole time. So if you manage to pass somebody like it would take you three laps just to catch the guy in front of you. And if you do anything, you bump a wall, you do a, a, you bump one of those slow cars like th they go past you so fast and it takes another three laps to catch them. I like, think that's just a glaring so, blind spot. In it this, is very in the difficult. Quality of this game that you don't get like some extra, you know, or uh, like super things on the like car. Mar what, what no, Mario nothing. Kart would do where you're 50 CC, 100, 150 yeah, or whatever. Sure. So everybody levels up and everybody's faster and everybody, you know, like yeah. it brings yeah. the whole level up. Yeah, no, it's just, wow. yeah, you got to be close to perfect. All right, JP. I don't. I don't like that you don't look confident well, here. Zach definitely beat me. I don't know how. Oh no! Yeah. Well, I don't know how it's going to work between Alex and I because I did. I did beat beginner. I got first on every single track all the way through beginner, and then went on to standard. But then I. Just, I say you, man, because you follow yeah, the rules. Well, you the <laughs> and you also completed a, a series of uh, tracks. I think that's most important. Yeah. No, I went on to stay. I did. I, then I kind of stopped at standard because I, I kept running those issues where I wasn't jumping far enough and didn't even realize the whole hold back and hit down because when I'd hit those ramps, I'd be holding down because. Well, I'm it's, like, in the, it's in I'm the thinking, manual. Yeah, I know it's. Yeah. A, I didn't read the manual. Well, there's a. Well, there's the a, manual's not in the Super NES Mini. Right. Well, there's a um a level. I forgot what. I think it's. I forget which league it is actually. But there's a shortcut where you can hit a ramp and take a shortcut. But you hit a ramp and then you land on another sort of ramp and then you, you yeah. know, eventually land. I can't. I never made it to that second ramp. I was like, "What am I doing wrong here? I'm hitting it full speed. I'm using a boost and whatever." You got to pull back on and the then stick. You gotta, yeah, pull back on the stick, that's, and there you go. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what. Never mind. Uh, moving that's on. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get, can't leave that. No, out there. I had to. Like, I was going to leave that one up there. All right, listeners, we want to feature your scores and stories in future podcasts. So make sure you share them with us. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter by looking for at Retro Game Guys, or you can drop us a line like your mom might, uh, JP, to our email address, <laughs> <laughs> retrogameguys at gmail.com. <laughs> I bought it for him because I love him. <laughs> Does your mom still All dress right. you, JP? I'm like. <laughs> Uh, technically. Does he get little no, bags of Lay's potato chips in his lunch? Uh, she she, does, I think she doesn't dress jealous, me. She dresses really. my son now because she'll send him clothes. Oh, so technically. Oh, that's sweet. All right, JP, we're bringing you in here because uh, you haven't been here the whole time. No, I've been um, absent. Absent. Uh, let's talk a little bit about how collectors can get their hands on F-Zero nowadays. Yes. We shall do that. Thank All you, right. Dustin. Yeah. All right. First off. Oh, the that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Thank you, Dustin. Or not. <laughs> good one good one I hate you good call back alright first off the F-Zero SNES cart is widely available on auction sites uh, for the loose cartridge no manual or box you're looking at around 12 to 14 dollars if you want it complete in box you know uh, that's going to run you about 40 dollars 
And then, of course, there's a couple of those supposedly factory sealed copies for about 50 bucks, unless you're looking for it rated, which then you're looking at 110 to $400, depending on what someone is willing to pay. For I'm going to buy one of those for Dustin for his birthday because <laughs> yeah. he loves Please. F-Zero so Please much. Do. Get it signed by all the uh, programmers. <laughs> oh, light it. We hate you. Here, enjoy. <laughs> all right. Now it's time for the crazy collectible all of right. the week. Strap. All right, so Nintendo held two campus challenges across America in the 90s, uh, where they toured dozens of college campuses, including San Jose State, not too far up the road from us. Hmm. Uh, Special cartridges were made for the competition containing modified versions of three Nintendo games for competitors to play. Uh, there's a very. This is very similar to what they did for the 1990 Nintendo World Championship that we mentioned on our Tetris episode. The first campus challenge uh, competition used uh, NES cartridges with Super Mario Brothers 3, Dr. Mario, and Pinbot on them. Pinbot, this, huh? Yeah, Pinbot. Classic Pinbot. <laughs> right. Such a great game. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second competition uh, used the SNES cartridges with Super Mario World, Pilot Wings, and F Zero. Okay. Much cool. better. Yeah, much yeah. better. Uh, there are only three campus challenges cartridges known to be in existence uh, from these competitions, and they are currently in the hands of private collectors. Are you one of those collectors? Oh, my God. I wish I was. <laughs> You'll know why in a minute. Uh, so two were found at a garage sale and one in the attic of a former Nintendo employee. Wow. Two were found at a garage sale. Yeah, yeah that's, together? I would have loved. I, yeah, I don't know. To, were these were together. Oh, yeah. they wow. were? Yeah, I've, 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 I've heard that story before. Yeah, that these the guy found two of those together. One, wow. Yeah, one of the NES ones and one of the Super Nintendo ones. Oh, wow. oh yeah, you're right. No, I have heard about that. Yeah. Okay, I remember that now. How much for this box of junk? Oh, yeah. five bucks. Right. All right. Yeah, perfect. Bye. Boom. Gives you hope, Do though, doesn't shaking. it, that there's still stuff out there? Well, you know, if you could get your handshakes down, you'd be <laughs> <Yeah>. able to <laughs> Do it. Exactly. No, should seen <laughs> No comment. <laughs> All right. So the, the last time one of these cartridges went up for sale, it fetched. Wait for it, Alex. Yeah, I'm ready. Wait uh, for it, Alex. You ready? Are you ready? Yeah. $20,100. Dang. There's 20, only three of these, though. There's only $100. But there's only three of these cartridges. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's all right. That's a good value. Yeah. God. And this isn't even... How do you even, explain that to the wife? Yeah, right? It's not even one of the fake eBay values. Like, that actually sold for that price. It's yeah. 20 grand. 20 that's grand. crazy. For one card. When was that? Do you know? No, I don't know. <laughs> well... <laughs> It doesn't matter. He didn't get it. So he, that's what yes, I don't have one. I don't care about dates. Well, it could be uh, It could be more valuable now. Could if be. If it was like 10, it's 15 possible. years ago. Oh, yeah. It's only worth what someone is willing to pay. Yeah. Someone uh, was willing to pay $20,000. Yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. I mean, there's. I've heard of... Uh, we saw this recently with a, Super Nintendo, a copy of Super Mario Brothers that sold. It was like a rare copy where a group of collectors got together and threw money in the pot and bought the game too. So and that'll raise the price, right? Because oh, really? like, what, what are they, they going to do? Hunger <laughs> Games each other for the no, to, no. To, they have it on. They, every, they have it every other weekend. They, they, <laughs> I was going to say it's custody. It's every other weekend and twice Shared on yeah, twice a, <laughs> twice a month for a week. Yeah, oh boy. All right, guys. Now it's time for our weekly retro game giveaway. We've got two original copies of F Zero from JP's Game Vault. No, brought to us on a cloish by his white gloved butler. Wow, <laughs> Jeez. cloish, huh? That's, a, That's someone's got to look word. up that word right I now. Know. Is that like poutine? Yeah. <laughs> Thank Would you. you like so poutine from my cloche. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. We had a lot of great feedback this Ugh. week. Thank you so much, listeners. A lot of uh, talk on social media. So we actually have two winners this week: uh, Devin T and Timothy R. Yay. Yay. Nice. 
congratulations. Or Congrats, double winners, guys. I think. Yeah, first time we did double winners, but both these guys No, we shared... did Tetris two winners. Did we? Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Jesse and Jesse. Jesse and Jesse, that's oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about that. But it was the same person you there. forgot just, about that. They got How two dare, copies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about you, Jesse Sunny and Jesse. Twins. I'm sorry. Well, both these guys shared a lot of memories of F-Zero and have been listening to us for quite a while. So, hey, Devin, Timothy, thank you very much thank for you. your support. And remember, if you want to win next time, all you need to do is leave us a comment or share the podcast on Facebook or Twitter. You can find us using at Retro Game Guys. All right. Now it's time to reveal what our next game of the week is. Zach, what are we playing next? We are staying in the Super NES universe. We've got a big anniversary coming up. It's the 25th anniversary of Super Metroid. Okay, all right. So we're not playing Super Metroid. (laughs) Just kidding. So anyway, we're playing playing Tetris 2. We're playing Paperboy. Right. (laughs) We should do Paperboy at some point. Paperboy. Actually, I'm not a huge fan of Paperboy. The arcade, yes, with the handlebars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The last time I was at uh, Santa Cruz Arcade, they still had it about the beach boardwalk. Wow. So I'll have to go check that out. Nice. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that kid with the RC car would always get me all the time. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Damn you. I was always hit the black house and go, what am I doing? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yes, we are playing the game Super Metroid. Right. And we are going to have a wonderful time. This is our first Metroid game. We are skipping Metroid 1. No big deal. We'll come around to it. We'll come around to it, right? Yeah. The, I, like I was saying before the podcast, the Super NES, uh, Super Metroid is a little bit more, I would say, accessible yeah. compared to the first Metroid. The first Metroid, you, you wander a bit more, I think, you know, okay. without uh, much help. So, Dustin, I know you were complaining about that with Zelda. <laughs> like, cool. This will handhold you a little bit more because okay. you need it. Well, um, one of the other nice things, I know this one's <laughs> one of those. <laughs> thank you. One of those games that's available on the SNES Classic, so we've already Indeed. got those out of the boxes. That's right. So we can uh, just Keeping go right to this half, one. Half out of the box. This will be, yeah, this will be uh, the SNES the uh, that saves uh, the console a little bit for the for this group, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't judge the console based on its launch games. Trust me. There's been a lot of bad launch games yeah. out there. Mm, this was yeah. not one of the worst, but no. uh, they, the what the Super Nintendo has is it really came into its own as the, as the uh, platform pro- progressed and the cartridges uh, started coming hot or <laughs> hot and heavy so uh looking forward to this one yeah, i have huge... never played any metroid game either Me what? Oh, wow. no oh my gosh huge, yeah. huge game huge game very popular yeah uh, quite valuable as well you know so very cool someone's gonna win that retro game giveaway and be very happy oh so we are doing a big retro game giveaway giveaway of course, for this of course of course we have so to. what do the listeners have to do they have to uh, interact with us that's right so <laughs> if you guys are out there uh they better be good tweets <laughs> there better be uh, pictures, be selfies shares. with your dogs. We have to. I think we have to come up with a super uh, Metroid uh, costume contest uh, challenge or something. <laughs> yeah. We got to hashtag this. All right, yeah, we'll you work gotta, on you that. You got to show us your poutine. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> wanna, oh boy. Actually, well, the, with the people that generally, you know win, I would almost be on board with that. <laughs> Best poutine wins. Yeah. The winners have mostly been uh, when we ask for memories. That that uh-huh. increases your chances, right? Yep. So if you do have great memories of playing Metroid, Super Metroid, whatever, share them with us and. Chime in on Facebook, yeah. Twitter, at Retro Game Guys. All right, let's uh, wrap up with a recap of this week's F Zero rankings. In fourth place and trying to stay awake is me, Dustin. <laughs> uh, third place, uh, still going around on the practice tracks, I think, right yeah. now, uh, <laughs> it would be Alex. Uh, disappointing the heck out of me in second place, Mr. JP. Yeah, you guns. Pew pew. You were going to bring it. And once again, in first, Mr. Zach. Hashtag the streak. I'm so sorry, listeners. I've gotten a lot of feedback from people of like, can one of you beat him at something? And I'm like, well, if first of all, if you love making, okay, let's go back, Dustin. Let's 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 review here. You beat only the first level of Zelda. You quit (laughs) on the beginner difficulty F Zero. That's not a success. 
mm. like no. recipe mm. for success here. No, so you got to bring games. your game here. There's three games so far that I've done, that I've just given up on. And Castlevania is three was the other one. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, when there's a good game there to play, I'm usually second. Didn't you request Tetris? a golden X? Tetris, Tetris, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage. How did we do on those? Moon Patrol. I came in second on each okay. one of those. Okay, nice. Battletoads. I you should come in, in first on one of them. Tech Mobile. <laughs> I came in second. All right. So all I'm whoa, saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That collusion on that one. <laughs> that's an asterisk. Yeah. All I'm that's saying true. is, when there's a game that's worth my time, I come in right I've, behind Zach. I can never beat him though. Well, you I think guys you should start at, thinking about a game that you can there beat. There you go. I'm, I'm gonna. Start, uh, we're, we're going. To, I think that I. I'm gonna. Well, I don't want to say, but there's a game. Oh, there's a really? game that I think that I could uh, take him so down. Have on. you Have you guys talked about this? No, you know no, about this? I don't know about this. By the way, you okay. have the power. That's why I'm not saying it. Okay. You guys could use whomever you want. You've got the power of the internet. You have just as many hours in the day as I have, right? Yeah, but we actually like sleep. That's true. That is a very good. <laughs> we fair try to pay attention to our families every oh, your, wow. now. Your, it's a low blow now. <laughs> with your wedding anniversary, with your uh, kid's birthday, right? Yeah, like, uh, let's get ready to get down. <laughs> By the way, uh, so you know my intent. I got to keep the streak intact until the Mister Van Dam match. All right. Coming up in July here, so you know. We so you're the Ronda, from Ronda Rousey of the uh, group here. Yes. And you got to keep, keep yes. from getting knocked out. That's right. That's okay. right. No change to our overall rankings uh, this week. Everybody's in the same place, but JP managed to get his third, second place. Good job, JP. Right, JP. Yeah. So he's only nine points behind me, and uh, Alex is two points ahead of me now because uh, right. this one's separating you played, us a little you, bit. So you have played Metroid. Yeah, I've played JP. Metroid. I've okay. played the original Metroid. Super Metroid, I think I've played, but it's been a long time, but I've played Metroid. So you, and all. second place finish looks pretty possible next time for you. So you're... Possible, yeah. yeah we'll see. Uh, I'm going we'll to put it into Super Metroid, so we'll see. Well, I'm going to throw it down. I'll, I say I beat him. Oh, oh, all right, yeah. all right, all right. Uh, I'm I'm gonna come in third. One of you will be on the other side of me. <laughs> yeah. Picks or it didn't happen. I'm though. going picks. third. Okay. Yeah, okay. Picks or it didn't happen. We're there. I got, there. I got right. picks. All right, guys. That's all the time we have for our F Zero episode. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and made you want to drive around in circles <laughs> <laughs> for the retro game guys, Zach, Alex, or and JP. <laughs> I'm Dustin <laughs> saying game on or not or not. <laughs> Until next time, friends. The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.